It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Shopify presents cool sheets from aha to lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat-induced insomnia. That was my aha moment. Bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible. Signing up on Shopify. With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year-round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoice. Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Hey, everyone out there in rambling about Raising Nation. Matt Beamer here alongside with the crew, Charlie Herkus and Austin Reeves, here to bring you the latest and greatest from the world of auto racing. Got a lot to talk about. We got a review homestead for the Cup Xfinity Truck Series Review Coda for the Formula One race, as well as preview a very pivotal race coming up here in Martinsville this weekend for the Cup Series, as well as the Xfinity Series, and another Formula One race from the Mexican Grand Prix, for the Mexican Grand Prix, I should say. Let's go ahead, get into it. This is a production of ITM Media. I'm just messing up all the time. We are here, everybody, ladies and gentlemen, from rambling about race and 153, just starting off on a bad foot here. Matt Beamer here alongside Charlie Herkes and Austin Reeves here to bring you the latest and greatest from the world of auto racing. I just messed up that intro totally, guys. Totally messed that up. Music's still on. I'm aware it's still on. I'm fading it out, man. I got to produce here as well. I got a lot going on here, Austin. You have no idea. I mean, you, you think you do, but you don't. I know you don't. I, I was just helping you out. I wasn't busting your butt. I was just. You were. I was going to be hanging I was not. I never I don't busted remember your butt being on that long. That's the only thing. <laughs> I totally messed up the intro. Luckily for us, we finally have someone watching now. If you're joining us, let us know who you are, where you're from, and if this is your first time watching the show. If you're a regular listener, let us know that as well. But yeah, totally. I don't think anybody saw it unless they go back and watch live stuff and watch it mess up. Oh, well. And this, that stuff happens. It's all part of the fun, I feel. Again, hello, everyone. Matt Beamer here alongside Charlie Herkus, Austin Reeves. Going to bring you a lot to break down here this week from 
Homestead, previewing Barnesville. We got a lot going on here. Again, we're going to be a fun show. I feel full of information and knowledge and stuff. But first and foremost, gentlemen, how's it going over there for you guys? It's going good up here. Uh, not a lot going on. Work. You see the kids every now and then. They're doing good. good. Uh, they're up. Uh, the boys, 6, 12, almost 7 ounces. And the little girl, seven, she is 7 five. ounces or 7 pounds? 7 pounds, 7 pounds. Sorry, yeah, There's a big difference. Ooh, but 7 pounds, that's good, man. That's awesome. Yeah. When did they and do? The little girl. Yeah, talk about your daughter here. How's your daughter she doing? She is five pounds and six ounces. So she's about a pound and a half, pound behind. I think only thing they have to do to come home is I got to finish, every time they get feeds, I got to finish their full bottle. Um, so that's really the only thing we're waiting on. Weight's good. Breathing's good. We're just waiting on them to good. Um, concept the suck, swallow, breathe when they eat so they don't choke, and then they'll be able to come home. That's a big one to comprehend there, I feel, before you send them off to somebody else's care. But that's awesome, if man. If you spend more time with them, you ought to be able to teach them that. Oh, I knew, I knew, I knew something was coming. Oh man, but, Charlie, that's so harsh, man. You know the situation I know. he's in. I, I mean, that's so messed up. Yeah, that, that, that's the thing between me and him. We don't care. <laughs> like the, the phrase "don't <laughs> kick a man." Like the phrase "don't kick a man while he's down." No, we gonna Boy, kick you. Run the I truck a, over you. Yeah. I got a story for you too. Well, uh, well, I already told. I already got. I already told Chris on the way home from. Did you get a haircut game. today? Mm-mm. I got a haircut every morning. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> what was? What's the story, dude? So, I. Everything's going, you know, pretty good with me for the most part. Bypassing me going into Emma here. Emma has a soccer game tonight. All right. Everything's going good at the soccer game. The other team scores a goal. Okay. This kid starts getting happy. The guy who, the person who scored the goal, right? Correct. Naturally. I mean, you score a goal. Well, this person comes by Emma. Uh oh. Getting happy that they scored a goal. Emma turns around, bows up at him. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I, okay. I call her out because I'm trying to set a good example, for, you know, as yeah. a dad and be a good right parent. Hook. Right hook. Yep. Uh, trying to be a Sweep good parent. Sweep the leg. I keep, <laughs> but I'm also proud. All right. Yeah. At the same time, because she didn't do it to just any person on the other team. She picked the biggest kid on the other team. The one who this scored kid's the goal. got a solid, like close to a foot on Emma. So she looks up to this kid and just straight up just bows up to him, like chest to chest, like, hey, calm it down, go get back on your side of the field before I drop you. And I see it happen, and I'm like, Emma Grace, we're not going to have that. Either you do it again, I will sit you myself, and you won't play the rest of this game. Kind of a learning moment, whatever. I could see that she kind of got in her feelings a little bit. So they get a water break. She refuses to come get water. I make her come get water because I know she was going to get upset. And I talk to her, yada, 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 make her laugh. I was like, baby, you can't do it. Like, don't, don't be that person. Now, if he'd have bowed up at you. That's what I was just going to say. <laughs> now, I, I told her, I said, now, if he'd have bowed up at you, you could have blooded his nose. I wouldn't have cared. I said, your daddy would have had his back, and I'd have started drop-kicking little kids. <laughs> I said, your daddy would have had your oh back, my. baby. Okay. Hands down. I said, I'd have been proud of you. I, I said, as long as you ain't the one that throws the first punch, I said, you, if that kid would have bowed up at you, the gloves are off, sweetie. And, when, and what uh, y'all don't know is when she came to the sideline, the coach asked her, where'd you learn that from? Well, my daddy's pit crew, they're a little out there, so they, they taught me everything. 
Yeah, and they, I, I caught the first clips that. of that that yeah. night at the racetrack too because it was fist was just balled up so tight she was crying. I mean, she was borderline crying. She was so mad that night too. So anyway, so we we had a teachable moment tonight. Above other people. Yeah, we had a teachable moment tonight at the at the ball game. That's not good. Uh, she well, she did get okay. upset once she come over here on the sideline, but you know we calmed her down and I said, look, take a couple sips of water, cool off. Go back out there. That kid wound up playing goalie. He come a little too far outside the box to stop the ball. He grabbed the ball as Emma went to kick it. Emma kicked him in the shoulder. And, you know, it is what it is. I was like, was it intentional? Was it not? Who knows? eh, Suspend her for a game. Yep. So, (laughs) but Emma, well, I happened to see it when it happened. I was like, you know, the, it it was a, it was a 51% of me was, Hey, let it go. The, the 49% of me was struggling to be like, Emma Grace, we're not going to have that. Okay. So, I would, yeah. I would like it, to. It was a, I kinda, I, I'm, I'm with them on that one, though. I, like, the whole being happy and be happy that you scored, sure. It's just like in the NFL and all that nowadays. They take it way too far in these little end, end zone uh, celebrations and stuff like that. And it carries over to the little kids in sports nowadays. So, and Hey, my baby girl wasn't going to have it. She was ready to beat down. I don't blame her 100% for doing that because if something... I think it just caught her off guard because the kid come right by her and was just happy, and it was right, like, just right there in her ear. And... Well, good for her. Spurred a moment, got the best of her. And I I will say, at least it was the biggest kid on the team that she was ready to go after. Well, I I could say this. If, If somebody did that to me when I was playing hockey, came like scored a goal against our team and came by. Yeah, I got your number, man. I'm going to lay you out, plain and simple. There was this one video I saw once where this hockey player scored a goal and was so happy that he scored the goal that he started hugging on the opposing team. Like, he didn't know it was him. He thought it was his teammate, but he started, like, hugging him. Hey, buddy, we scored. And the guy just straight up punched him in the face. So I don't blame that action. Oh, I I said it right there in front of her mama. I said, baby, if he'd have done it to you first, bloody his nose. Your daddy had been out there drop kicking youngins with you. No. I'd have had you back. I, w- I wouldn't have held her back. I wanted to see what ha- I would have liked to see what would happen. Hey. Uh, I, I think Emma might be like her daddy. She no, might have no, blacked no. out and woke up in prison. Well, she, you're not going to send the kid to prison. She'd have woke up in juvie. She, she's not going to w- wake up in juvie. The worst that's going to happen is they kick her off. She the team. woke up in a boys and girls home, and then she goes viral on YouTube, and then you guys are on Fox News or CNN or something talking about what happened. We'd have been on Mari. <laughs> For what? <laughs> I don't know. We, we we'd we have got, been on Steve Harvey show. Oh no, we got we got some good competition on going viral. Have y'all heard about the Wisconsin volleyball team? I heard about oh, that. Oh gosh! Yeah, we got some. We got some tough competition. Here's some yeah. real, yeah, real. The Wisconsin tough. volleyball team. That's going to be tough to beat. Yeah. yeah. What's going to be tough to beat, especially on Twitch and everything as well, is these women in the hot tub in bikinis talking and talking about whatever and and, and drinking. I'm like, hey, hey, come hang, hang out with us. And it's simple. We let Charlie race uh, naked. And we got I mean, I think Game that's. On. I think that's, I think that's the only way we could we could make a dent in anything. Yep. And promote, and promote the brand. Because there's no way we could beat girls in bikinis. Guess what I'm driving with. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. What's up, Tracy? I see you there, buddy. Uh, and 
and left nah. turn and right turn and pit road, especially Break. on Coda. <laughs> so, oh man! Well, uh, Carissa said uh, between JC and Emma, uh, somebody's somebody's going to have a hard time because if you fight one of them, you're going to have to fight both of them later on in life. Well, that's a dynamic duel mm. right there. That's friendship right there, if you ask me. But, man, I, I, everything's going well here. I, actually, this weekend, this coming up weekend, we're going to be in Dothan. We're going to go down and take the baby down there to see Grammy and Pop Pop. Oh, yeah? Yeah, we're going to be there. there. Well, holler at me. I got a, I got a wedding to go to Saturday, but what, what day are y'all coming down? Uh, probably Thursday evening, about 7 o'clock. We'll definitely hook up, man. I know. Kind I'll of be like, in Dothan Friday morning, so holler at me after. Uh, maybe we'll get breakfast. I'll holler at you Friday. Yeah, maybe we'll get breakfast or something. Uh, you, me, and Caroline and Grandma and Grandpa can watch the baby. But yeah, okay. everything everything's going well here. Yeah. Crackle Barrel's got some pretty good mimosas. Yeah, I think Caroline could have a mimosa or two. I know I could. But yeah, everything's going well here. Work's going well. Got a promotional exam coming up here soon to full-time drive, so wish me luck on that one. But I've been driving for off and on for the past four years. I think I'll be fine. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see with that. But I hope everything's going well out there for everybody, whether you're watching us on Facebook, Twitter, or YouTube Live, or you're catching up to us on your regular podcast platform. Really do appreciate it. Got an announcement here, though. Just heads up here. On our Belly Up page here, we have this guy named Stacy Morgan who's going to be trying to get – dabble his hands into editing so he will be editing this week's podcast for everybody so the editor for this week stacy morgan is going to be joining us but that's about all we got going on here but uh you guys ready to get into hey man was that a surprise my, no that was not the surprise that was every week so nobody's gonna know what my backdrop's gonna be every week all right well Hooters, not a sponsor yet here at Ramblin' Bout Racing, but that was nice. Jason, this is the Columbia Hooters, by the way, where y'all live. Um, this wasn't all the girls. There was a few. He's <laughs> over here trying to get directions. Yeah, he's giving he's no, giving he goes east. East. Uh, I, I, will not be, I will not be going on I-20 to Alabama. If I was going to Talladega, yes, I-20, but not anything, not going south here. Amanda, but, don't let Jason drive. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, now we get into what an idiot. <laughs> and now we're going to get into Hey Man. Before we continue on with today's episode, I wanted to tell everyone out there about our brand new partnership with Extreme Sim Racing, where you can find the latest and greatest of sim racing gear for iRacing, Formula One 2022, or whatever sim platform you race on. Charlie, you can find just about anything from there. Yeah, you can find steering wheels, pedals, shifters. Even the platforms that you need to set all this up on, whether it's a basic platform or a more professional style platform. Yeah, you can. And Austin, you don't have to buy the whole platform as one piece. You could build it from scratch or build your own platform as well, can't you? Yeah, you can build your own. Or if you don't feel like building your own and you want to buy something that's ready to plug in and go, uh, they already have uh, kits available. They have everything there. All purchases help us out here at Rambling About Racing, bring you better iRacing content, Twitch content. It doesn't matter. Content from the tracks, it doesn't matter. Go check them out. Links can be found at ramblingaboutracing.com or under the podcast description or YouTube description of the show. Go check them out. All proceeds will help out 
rambling about racing in the future. Again, that's Extreme Sim Racing now on board here. Look for us in the VRL League. We'll have the paint schemes updated for you. Go check us out. Go check them out. Hey, man. And I guess the first part about Hey Man here that I want to bring up to you guys is this. This is this is the surprise, by the way. So this is from 2004, and I dug this up, and I transferred it over to digital, and I got it. So my senior year in high school, we had to do an economics project or something like that. We had to make a commercial. And so me being the big NASCAR fan that I am, I made a NASCAR commercial. You guys remember the how bad have you got a commercials back in like the early 2000s? Yeah. I, I don't know if you. All, all day long. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, for my project, made a NASCAR commercial and my best friend Travis is in there. My sister's in there. My dad didn't trust us to hold the camera. We did this in maybe like an hour. And it's a, it's like a, let me see here. It's a, it's a just shy of a three minute video here, but this is an exclusive for everybody now. If you're watching us on YouTube or Facebook or Twitter, you're not going to be able to hear the audio reaction. Go back and listen to your regular podcast platform because we can still have the audio reaction here, hopefully, from it. I'm just saying. So here it is. This is the How Bad Have You Got It video from high school. Tell the NASCAR fan, but have you got it bad? I do. Do you make your friends and family participate in the fake races that you attend? I don't think you guys could say anything yet, but this is great. Hey, come on, All right, getting ready to start the engines. If you can just see Charlie's face right now, it's just great. It's just great.
wonder why I don't have a girlfriend. All right, thoughts on that, gentlemen? <laughs> I give it a 12 out of 13. Like, that was legit right there. That was, like, way before, like, digital editing, so I had to buy the tape and do everything like that, and we, we would just... And Charlie, the first, the first like, 30 seconds, Charlie was talking. We couldn't, unfortunately, hear him. I, yeah, I was, I was trying to commentate the whole time. That's uh, okay. And, oh, I, I don't know. I'm taking that that little face palm there is for the video. Hey, I, I, give, I give it a 12 out of 10. I, I, I think we all at one time oh. have climbed in our daily driver like you did, like yeah, a race car. Absolutely. Is it safe to say? Because I knew I was yeah, doing it like we, eight years old. <laughs> we, we all have. Absolutely. Um, the flag looked more like a, hey, you're going to lap down flag, huh? It no, was. Th- um, those were the British and Scottish flags that I had. Definitely I lap down. I didn't have the... If it was the British flag, it looked like a lap down. <laughs> um, that that will be on YouTube, by the way, so everybody okay. can see it. Hopefully, I just don't get made fun of. But maybe Scottish a- flag, yeah. you know, could have been a checker flag. British flag, definitely a lap down. It doesn't matter. Uh, Listen, if you get made fun of that, then there I'm pretty sure some videotapes of me you're, going up that I'll have to send you, and we can all get made fun of. Oh, I'll get made fun of. I don't your care. Corner exit sucked, dude. It's yeah, a jeep. Push, it was pushing a jeep. like a dump yeah. truck. It's a jeep. Yeah, Cherokee. absolutely. Yeah, and why you were breaking in the middle of the straightaway, I'm not really sure. Okay, keep in mind, I'm in a residential neighborhood. I couldn't Damn. go over twenty. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Or my dad would have yelled at me. I mean, I just wouldn't have done that. 20 is just a suggestion. (laughs) You don't have to go 20. (laughs) That's just a suggestion. I haven't showed anybody that since 2004. I give it a 12 out of 10. Well, thank you. I thought it was a 12 out of 13. Yeah, 12 out of 10 is better. Yeah, 12 out of 10 is better. I just thought of that, Charlie. Thank you. So that was my big surprise here. Hey, man. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Hey man, boy, you're hey man, there it is. Hey man, someone get this man a cold beverage. Oh, way ahead of you, buddy. I was laughing the whole time. I could just see Charlie there in the lower in the screen there, just doing this. I was, I was commenting on your uh, on your laps and. But I don't know if you guys. The whole I don't know time. if you guys heard it. I'm sure you did. I don't know if you did or not. The radio communication. I put in a, a earpiece and a microphone and everything in there. Yeah, in, in the helmet with the walkie-talkie. Yeah. Sounds about oil temp and engine temp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, that was your big surprise here. I don't know if I want to do this anymore because you guys just don't seem to appreciate it. I, I, I gave you a 12 out of 10. I know you did. Charlie doesn't seem to. Char, Charlie's above that. I enjoyed it. <laughs> I mean, that thing was made in 2004, so you got to think. That was a long time ago. It, it was a First very, thing I said to you, the thing is, I remember that red Jeep. You do? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I miss that. Oh, man. I regret to this day selling it. 
100% regret to this day. I mean, I think you like to blew it up when you first cranked it up, but hey, I mean, gentlemen, start your <laughs> engine. You give now. the oil time to get to the top. <laughs> <laughs> Oh gosh! I can blinker fluid ain't even cycling through yet. Uh, but I tell you what, man, rum, rum. that that thing was the starter hadn't proof. even had time to disengage before he hit the gas. <laughs> I had to let everybody know it was like boom, you know. Damn neighborhood watched and got pissed. <laughs> we got a bumblebee, a bumblebee on the back quarter. <laughs> oh, that was uh, a little dent. Oh, little Jimmy got, got his fire, uh, Jeep fired up again. He's tuning Hey, up. man. <laughs> I love Everybody it. Throttle tuning his Jeep. So there you go. <laughs> Golly. Mm. Wonder why we can't have nice things. I, I just brought back so much <laughs> memories, man. <laughs> Somebody let a bunch of damn rednecks move in the <laughs> In the green. Cheryl, Cheryl, they're at it again. Wanda, Wanda, get out of here and watch this. Call Look at these idiots. idiots. Look at Call them. Oh, they <laughs> God. Wanda. Tearing up the flyer bed. What was funny is the, the first part of the video, that was actually my room with all the NASCAR posters in there. That was it, man. I, I, I lived and breathed NASCAR through my entire four years of high school. Didn't even do, didn't really care academically. Just wanted to do NASCAR stuff. Wanda, put the dog up. <laughs> Bark. Well, that was our first Hey Man segment. A little bit of a surprise there. And then we get into the first topic of the day, which is Kyle Larson dominating at Homestead, leading 199 laps, sweeping the stages, completely dominating, especially after last week's debacle there in Las Vegas, if you ask me. But not without controversy. That being on pit road against Martin Truex Jr., Bumping him and thus, I guess, assisting in a spin out. I wouldn't call it just a straight up dump there on Pedro. I think Kyle Larson's a better driver than that. Thoughts on that? Because I think it was a 100% accident. Yeah. But every I, a lot of people online, especially the Bubba Wall fan base, were saying, go ahead and suspend him. How dare he do that? But we've seen pit road accidents before like that. That's, well, that's just going to be Bubba Wallace fans in general. Uh, you know, they, they won't pay back for Wallace being suspended for the most part. They're stacked nose to tail, nose to tail, nose to tail. Everybody wants every little sixteenth of an inch they can get on pit road to gain every little bit of position they can get on pit road. Even Truex thought that he got dumped, but admitted at the end of the race that, you know, looking back with the sun shining in their eyes and stuff like that, that it could have been just as much their fault as as it could have been Larson's. So, and, and any type of replay, and the booth did the best job of explaining whenever they showed uh, Chastain entering his box and the way Truex waited so long before he turned instead of blending before he turned to try and enter his box, it, it was just abnormal. And yes, the sun at that point in the day, the sun shining straight into everybody's eyes and you can have a tinted shield all you want to, but. Austin knows just as well as I do that sun's shining just right. You can have a dark shield all you want to, but it, it's going to blind you. I, I don't care what you do. So, you know, it, it, you could put it back on crew chief. You could put it back on spotter. You you can do whatever, you know, somebody could have probably did a better job of trying to count him down. It's like, all right, start blending, start blending. There could have been a number of different things 
I don't think Larson, you know, Larson and Truex have never had any beef with one another, uh, to, to my knowledge. So I, I don't think Larson did it on purpose, by no means. Um, I, I think it was just a freak thing. The last place I think Larson would ever try to do that to somebody would have been on pit road, by all means. Right, and, and you bring up a good point there, and I wanted to ask you guys this. Does this fall into crew chief or spotter, or is it because it can't be 100% on the driver? We hear it all the time in the spotter communication. You're 10 away, 5, 4, and they count them down into the box. Mm-hmm. Right here, wheel straight, foot on the brakes, four tires, or two tires, or gas only, go on me, go on the jack. We hear the coordination from the crew chief. I feel like it's more of the spotter crew chief at that point because it looked like he was going to miss his box. Mm-hmm. Because he didn't even try to turn in until Larson hit him, and then he was turning. I, I, I'm not blaming it on anybody. I think it was just one of those freak accidents. Joe Gibbs Racing, however, wanted something to happen to Kyle Larson. Joe Gibbs was visibly upset about it's, that incident. It's it's just racing. Like Charlie said, they're so tight. I mean, he Spotter could have, you know, not counted him down right, but, I mean, there's really nothing you can do on a racing incident. But let me ask you guys this, and because – this was a pit road incident. Luckily, nobody got hit on on there as far as Martin Truex Jr.'s pit crew is concerned or anybody else for that matter. I tell you what, I think it was, I don't know who was pitting right next to Martin Truex Jr., but they were just standing there. I mean, it's amazing the discipline these guys have going over the wall. But is it necessary for them to be nose to tail like that on pit road? To the point where, I mean, could this be playing a little bit on Kyle Larson, knowing that the situation and the elements were there, sun in his face and everything like that. Hey, I got to give some Martin Truex Jr. in front of me, the 19 car in front of me, a little bit more space than I normally do because of the sun beaming into my eyes. I can't see. Sure. But if you you do that. He's getting, you know, seconds, like one second, two seconds. Well, not only that, I I thought Austin was going to say something different there. If he does that, like if he tries to let off a little bit to give Truex, because he knows Truex is pitting before him, who's to say that Larson doesn't get dumped because the car behind him is right on his butt? No, I, I, I totally understand that, but there has to come down to the driver's perception of the situation at hand. If the sun was in your eyes... It wasn't just in Kyle Larson's eyes. It was in Truex's eyes and Chastain's eyes. Everybody that was coming down pit road at the time, it was in their eyes, driver-wise. Don't you think you would just give a little bit of space? And you race? think you would. You, you but think they you don't. would, but they, they won't, I feel. I think that you, needs you to be. You can't afford to, They're trying especially to when you're the top two running on the track at that yeah. time. But the way Kyle Larson's car was throughout the day, he had the car to beat. He was on a rail. Yeah, at the same time, though, clean air is everything. With these cars. It is, but when Kyle Larson was in the back, it took him a while to get up front, but once he he get he started getting through traffic pretty fast. He passed everybody like they were standing still. He had the car to beat even in dirty air. But so you I, used up your stuff a lot faster, too. It didn't look like he used up his stuff. It looked like he was just cruising the whole race. He was just on cruise control. I'm not, I'm, I'm not saying you're wrong, Charlie. I know, I know, but... I'm not trying it's to take not, Kyle Larson. It's not programmed in their mind to give up space on pit road. Yeah, and I'm when not they, trying to take Kyle enter, Larson. When they enter pit to, road, they got one job. Get to yeah. their box as quick as they can, yeah. under the and speed it, limit, four tires filled, leave. Like that. That's their uh, mindset. They're not yeah. worried about, well, if I hit and him not, or I get hit. Right, and I'm not, 
I'm not saying go ahead, Charlie. Yeah, not trying to take Kyle Larson's side either. Uh, just as much as I'm not trying to pin it on Truex. Uh, like I said, I think it's just a freak accident all, all in all. And no, nobody wants to take fault. No, no more than anybody wants to point fingers in that situation by, by all means, I don't think, but in Larson's situation, sure. He may have had the fastest car and he may have been able to get through traffic and get back to the front, but nobody wants to use their stuff up to, to get back to the front, you know, whenever he can just start out front if at all possible, or start closer to the front and have less cars to work through to get out front, if that makes sense. No, it makes sense. So, and that's the mindset that everybody's going into, especially coming down pit road. Like, hey, let's get through, let's get down pit road quicker, get our tires as fast as possible, get out our box, gain as many positions as possible so we have less cars to work through and not use up our tires because tires are everything, especially at tracks like Homestead. And that way we don't have to use them working through traffic. It, it almost seems like to me the easy fix for this situation is NASCAR to build a giant billboard there to block the sun to prevent this from happening again, to, or at least to take away the excuse of the sun was in my eyes again. Because there's bumping on pit road all the time. I, I see it just about every week yep. when cars come but, into the pits. But I don't like that idea just for the fact of that's part of racing. Uh, because you're going to go to different tracks and the sun's always going to play a factor, just like even at the track up the road, uh, depending on what time of the day you practice or what time of the day you got to qualify, you sail off into turn three, you can't see a dang thing. I think you're better off driving with your eyes closed. Yep. You just better know and and have your stuff down pat of – and have a feel for the track of this is my spot where I let off because you, you just, you, you can't see. Right. So right. I, I think it just plays like these guys are supposed to be the best of the best as far as stock car racing goes. And it, it was just one of them moments. And I, I hate it for Truex because yeah. he, he had, he probably had the only other car out there that could compete with Larson. Yeah, he was and coming up through the field. And that kind of took him out of the running for it. And I'm not going to say he, he had the short run car that could compete with Larson, but if it went over probably 15 laps, 10, 10 to 15 laps, I, I don't know that he would have had the car that could have won it. Uh, but but either way, it would have been fun to see if, if it wasn't for that fiasco on pit road. It would have been. And I, I feel bad for Martin Trex Jr., who's been struggling it's, all year. It's been a bad year. It's been a, it's been a year to forget for – not only Martin Truex Jr., but I feel like all of the Joe Gibbs organization. With the whole thing with Kyle Busch leaving Joe Gibbs here at the end of the year and that whole contract negotiation Joe in the back and forth between that, Martin Truex Jr. not performing up to par, Hamlin being by far team captain there, the, the banner bearer, the standard bearer, I should say, of Joe Gibbs racing, and he's focused on other things with his team and stuff. And then you got the relatively young kid in Christopher Bell, who's just been having awful luck in the playoffs. Thanks to Bubba Wallace. Yeah, well, thanks to Bubba Wallace. And you could say him not being in position all, you know, he, he had a chance to win just like anybody else, I feel. It's just one of those things. I, I think that 2022 is going to be a year that Joe Gibbs wants to forget. They're not the A organization they were a year ago, two years ago. They're now a C organization 
just based on their performance on the track. Yeah, I agree. Which I'll, I'll talk about Gibbs whenever we go into Martinsville too. So preview. All right, and now we we're going to switch over here to Formula One, and I I don't know I think you guys at least caught the uh, highlights of the Formula One race there from Circuit of the Americas this past Sunday. I did not. I was fooling with go karts all weekend. All right, there was this incident on on the track between Lance Stroll and Fernando Alonso after following a safety car where it looked like they were coming off of a turn, coming down a pretty long straightaway. Alonzo had the run. Stroll went to block. And it just appeared to be slow. Fernando had a good run on him. On the initial start? It, it was uh, midway through the race. It was after the, the initial first... start was horrible. Well, yeah, the initial start was horrible for Carlos Sainz. I feel so bad for Ferrari in that situation, especially Carlos Sainz. It just handed the victory, I feel, to... Verstappen, but I think Verstappen would have won regardless. But the Alonzo incident, Stroll merged over ever so slightly to the left, causing the right front of Alonzo's car to hit Stroll's left rear, sending him in kind of a pitched-up fashion. And I can say he didn't go where he went airborne on his front, but he landed and continued on and ended up with a... Horrible finish there in that race, but finished, I believe, if I'm not mistaken here. Let me see here. The the, the whole point of here I want to get to is blocking on the racetrack, especially in open-wheel cars. Should do you I, Blocking happens in every form of motorsports. I don't care if you're on dirt, asphalt, roll, road course, or oval. Blocking happens. Should, should blocking be... Limited to one move. I know Formula One has it to where you can only make one move to block, and that's it. You can't just swerve back and forth and prevent anybody from trying to get by or defending it aggressively, defending a position aggressively. But my question is this. Blocking on racetracks, whether it's, you know, whatever type of form of motorsports you have, should it be put into consideration as far as penalties? Should you cause an accident? Or should it just be considered a racing incident? I've always looked at blocking as you really shouldn't be blocking in like unless it's five to go. Um, if you're blocking like stage one or stage two, there's really no need to block unless you're fighting for stage points. I get it, but don't come from the top groove all the way down to the bottom groove just to throw, or vice versa from the bottom to the top just to throw a block. Um, that, that's when you get your stuff tore up. Um, and my theory is if, if you're blocking and the uh, car behind you gives you two bumps, the third one he's fixing to dump you. So it's either move or be moved is the way, is the way I look at it. Right. Because if you when, – when it was in regular speed, it happened so fast, I don't think Alonzo had time to react. He had such a run on Stroll. Stroll reacted, threw the block. To me, he threw the block. Caused Fernando to have an accident and – it could have been a very bad situation there at Coda. On the other hand, I'm with you. And when you're talking stock cars, you got that little buffer zone, I feel, with the bumper. It isn't going to be, you're not going to tear up as much equipment as you would like in a Formula One race car or an Indy car with the open wheel setup. So you got that bumper to kind of protect the tires there in the equipment. I just feel like blocking, it's good and it's bad at the same time. But I, I'm kind of with you, Austin. With five to go, yeah, block that position as much as you can, especially if it is for a win. And if the guy's faster than you, make him earn it. 
that that's kind of on me. That's kind of what I saw here. But and did you guys notice anything from this past weekend that whether it's in Truck Xfinity Cup or Formula One that you that kind of brought stuff to your attention? Not so John much Hunter, as far as John. Oh, go ahead. No, go. You can go ahead with John. John Hunter Nemechek, uh kind of driving Bubba's car better than Bubba drives it. Yeah, although he did have a spin there. Yeah, once it, he got stuck back in traffic, it was kind of yeah. He was running good. He was running. He with. was running in the fourth position there when he spun off a of turn two, and after that, he just could not recover. Ended up finishing twenty seventh in that race. I, I cringed when I saw him spin out and then go backwards towards the wall because um, that that's the that's the hit that's been taking these drivers out. So I kind of turned my head when I saw him spinning back towards the wall. But, man, he did pretty good first time in that car. He was fastest first or last practice, and then he qualified in the top ten. So, it, not too bad of a debut for him. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it was the best debut. Obviously, he wanted to probably do better than he did. The fact that he did all right, I, I'd say all right. Okay, I mean, I wanted him to do better than Bubba. I think a lot of people wanted to see him do better than Bubba did during his initial race, but that's very tough ask to ask for anybody here. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But I think that, and the, that and the broadcast crew, every time they saw the 45 car, well, Bubba's on a one-wreck suspension. I think I heard that 102 times. Yeah, the pre-race was full of Bubba talk. The race was full of Bubba talk. It's like they couldn't just well, focus on what was... Well, they got to fit NASCAR's golden boy in somewhere. They couldn't just... Focus on the action of the track. I, 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 Anybody I, that thinks Chase Elliott is the golden boy of NASCAR is crazy. I, I 100%. Well, you're, do. you're batshit crazy. I'm, I'm 100% think Chase Elliott. Okay. Now this is going to be the bait here. Yeah. Rabbit I, hole. Yeah. Rabbit <laughs> hole. I think Chase Elliott. I mean, is. the guy was literally not even in the race and that's all they talked about. So if Chase Elliott was not in the race, they, they wouldn't talk once about Chase Elliott. No, he's white. No, there's no way, man. If Chase Elliott was did not make a race, whether through X, whether through injury or suspension, they would not. He's white and he doesn't drive a Toyota. They would talk about Chase Elliott the whole time. I don't know. Charlie's got two pretty good points right there. Charlie has no leg to stand on in this one. I got two legs, three. No, if, you know. No. Give me a break, Charlie. Give me a break. Yeah, they uh, talked about Bubba Wallace too much during the broadcast. Cold. It must be cold in your shop because your mic's awfully short. Oh, no, I bought a new mic. <laughs> you need to put a blanket on that thing, warm it up. First of all, it's fine, okay? It's a new pod Look, mic. Looks like me when I walk outside in the morning, let dogs out. Whoa, it's cold. <laughs> Don't make fun of my microphone. Don't make fun of my setup, okay? First, you're deflecting the issue here. We're talking about Chase Elliott. There is no issue. There is an I'm, issue. I'm right. No, you're not. No, you're if, not. If you're watching this, comment and okay. tell me I'm yeah. wrong. Go ahead. Okay. Because, <laughs> I mean, when's, the last time, when's the last time we saw Chevrolet commercials during a NASCAR race? 
When was the last time you've seen any good commercials besides Toyota and a NASCAR race? Just because it's okay. Point proven. Toyota commercials. I saw you Joe Gibbs. It. I saw Joe Gibbs. I didn't see anything about Bubba Wallace during this whole during that whole race. You didn't have to. They talked about him during the race. Yeah, they did. But if the Chase Elliott would have been suspended or injured, they would have talked about him as well. Would they, though? Yeah, they would have. We will never know. They because would've. you want to know why? Because Chase Elliott. You don't purposely wreck people during a race. Man, he did squeeze Hamlin in the fence at Phoenix a couple years ago after he got dumped in Martinsville, but that's just hard racing. I would agree with that one. That was a crazy situation right there. Totally different. I think completely well, different. Well, I got to be in the middle of y'all too when y'all argue. We're not arguing. That, that, that's my position. When y'all start arguing, I got to play Matt's side. I got to play Charlie's side. <laughs> Golly. Well, I agree. I think he was talked about way too much, especially right on the parade laps, on the pace laps. They were talking about every I'm player. I'm surprised they didn't have a cardboard figure of Wallace riding around in the back of a truck. <laughs> well, I remember... I'm, in in the parade laps in the in the warm up laps there prior to the green flag the initial start they talked about Kyle Larson and how he was affected by Bubba Wallace this past week and they were talking about John Hunter Nemechek and how he is replaced Bubba Wallace for this race. Larson then, said, "I better win one before I get wrecked again." Then they talked about <laughs> Christopher Bell who was affected, an innocent bystander in that whole incident right there. Bell still said, "I I still got stage fright." Yeah, Bell, Bell was in a very sticky situation. We'll get to that in our Martinsville preview here. But they did talk about Bubba Wallace a lot. And, oh, well, you you could look at it either way. Bubba Wallace is a definitely a draw for NASCAR. So is Chase Elliott. I think Chase Elliott's more of a draw, obviously. But I think we've had this discussion. We, we're going to beat this discussion to the ground here. Whether Chase Elliott or Bubba Wallace. Wait a minute. Wait, I know who could fix this, and it doesn't have to be Chase Elliott or Bubba Wallace there, Austin. Who would you consider to be NASCAR's golden child? What are the golden child rules and stipulations? They could get away with murder. Bubba Wallace. I think the ultimate golden child for NASCAR is Dale Earnhardt Jr. You don't race no more. Yeah, I know, but he still has a... He sits in a booth and calls a race. Yeah, he does, but... You got a problem. You got a problem with Chevrolet drivers. No. And that guy literally does a lot for the sport. A lot. Like got or well, didn't get North Wilkesboro back on the map, but did a lot of work there to get it back on the map. We we had North Wilkesboro on the show. Did we not contribute to that? Yeah. That guy had boots on the ground though, too. Like I'm not saying we didn't contribute, but none of us stepped foot on the on the speedway and helped out either. That's true. I don't know. That was an unfair plug there at Dale Earnhardt Jr. I'm sorry. Current- I was shot in the wind and Matt was willing to take it. <laughs> yeah, he was. Well, I took he it. He said, <laughs> <laughs> whoever, whoever it hits, it hits. Yeah, it, he's, no. got a little, he's got a little spin dial on his phone. He just matched it. Whatever name pops up, I'm going to say. Dale, Matt, went Dale Dove Jr. Dove Jr. Matt went dove hunting with a 50 cal. <laughs> what doves? <laughs> no, Dale, Dale Jr. is a good ambassador for the sport. I just didn't. I just like cheering against him driving. Just like Chase Elliott. I'm sure he's a great person. I'd have a beer with him, but I'm still going to root for him against him every I Sunday. I spoke to him person to person. He is a pretty cool guy to talk to. When he was about... Uh, what do you call knee high to a puddle duck? Knee high to a grasshopper. Yeah, I, I would totally have a drink with Chase Elliott. Am I going to cheer for him Sunday? Absolutely not. No, because there was like thirty thousand or how many 
people were at Talladega cheering for the number nine car, and Matt's over here. Boo! Yeah. Boo! <laughs> Luckily, I made it out of there in one piece. That's just what I'm saying. That's just what I'm saying. Anyway, we're going down a rabbit hole here. Yeah, they talked about Bubba Wallace. But anything else? I got one more thing to bring up here before we get into Martinsville, unless you guys have anything else. I can't say anything else and then say, I got one more thing. You can't answer your own question. You're supposed to say, do you guys have any more thing? You guys have anything else? And then by anything else, ask you do that. They always told us in school to answer a question with a question. If you don't know the answer to the question, so answer the question with a question. You know, I would love to have Charlie just run the show once and see how just fast it sinks. It would sink faster than the Titanic. Absolutely not. It would. And then edit and then do everything. I would have saved Jack. Okay. All right, one more thing here I want to get your guys' opinion on. Oh, my gosh. I mean, the life oh, was right okay. Actually, The golden child, according to Jason here, Denny Hamlin. Interesting. Uh, mm. huh. Would well, you look at that? Another Toyota driver. Man, there's a trend here. <laughs> and it's hard for me hey, to Toyota, see. There's Toyota a trend driver. Here. That's interesting. Huh. Okay, Toyota. Denny Hamlin, the golden child for NASCAR. I don't think so, but. I like Denny Hamlin. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Okay. This last thing before we get into our race reviews, race previews. Tony Stewart. He did did abuse his wife and get away with it. He's not married. I think it's his girlfriend. Because his wife left him. Okay. It doesn't matter. NHRA debut for Tony Stewart coming up here this weekend in Las Vegas. Will that bring more viewers to NHRA? And Will you guys be tuning in? to watch Tony Stewart race drag uh, NHRA this weekend. I grew up, I grew up going straight um, down a drag strip and I don't even watch it no more. So I more than likely won't tune into okay. it. I'll probably just watch the highlight videos on Facebook when it rolls around. It, it will be a top alcohol dragster, whatever that is. Top alcohol dragster. That's what it says. He'll be racing a top alcohol dragster. Folks, before we continue on with the episode, we wanted to remind everyone out there again about our stores at Teespring and Bonfire where you can find the latest and greatest rambling about racing gear, t-shirts, hoodies, hats, mugs, you name it, we got. We also got throwback in the marbles gear as well. And from now till the end of August, if you use discount code HOT, H-O-T at checkout, you'll get 10% off of your order for all the items that you need, whether you're going to be supporting rambling about racing at the local short tracks nascar formula one indy you name it doesn't matter where you support it just support the show you look good in it as well again hot till the end of august for 10 percent off your orders from both teespring and bonfire links will be in the podcast description and youtube description below go check them out Yeah. I know you, you said whatever Mike that is. Mike his headset's probably a little longer than yours. Okay. <laughs> I'm just trying it's, to. It's basically like the big top fuel cars, just top alcohol. A little slower. Same same thing. Just a little bit slower. Okay. Well, he'll be making his debut there this weekend. It should be fun to watch. If you were going to watch it. It'll probably bring a few more viewers than what they normally get. Right. Uh, being that it's Tony Stewart. 
and and that he owns, you know, a couple NHRA teams. It'll probably get a few more views than it normally does. It would probably be fun to watch, see how he does. It would be. So, so it's, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot different. On, yeah, I guess depending on what time it comes on, but depending on whether I'm able to actually catch it. And there's uh, information from Jason Reeves here. He bought the best top fuel, top alcohol dragster in the country. The ride, the top ride. So money can buy anything. Money can buy anything. All right, but that was our hey man. Do you guys have anything else before we get into our race reviews, race previews? We're going we're gonna to cover our Richmond race from VRL, or we're going to do that at the end of the show? We'll cover that. Diversity can get you the best ride of everything, too. <laughs> we'll cover that right now, unless you guys have anything else for Heyman. I mean, there was a couple of Heymans during the race, but... All right, we'll talk about the VRL race here before we get into everything else, but anything else for Heyman, guys? No, sir. All right. Well, that was Heyman, and now we're going to get into our... Race reviews and race previews coming up here for this week and in this past weekend's races. Starting off with the VRL League from Richmond. Unfortunately, scheduling conflicts prevented me from participating in that race, and I will not be participating this week's race at Coda due to work. So I think I'm ineligible at that point for a championship. So I'll be racing, I think, hopefully part-time here, should the schedule allow it. The problem is my wife has choir practice Wednesday, and we don't want to take the kid out at night. And uh, there's no harm there. Just a scheduling conflict. You get like a really hot 25-year-old babysitter. You're going down a rabbit hole I don't even want to go down with you there. No, absolutely not. <laughs> Why she got to be hot? Why can't it be just a 25-year-old babysitter? Why she got to be hot? No, it, it, Charlie. Let I me tell, guess. You want her to have blonde hair and blue eyes, too. I tell you what, Charlie. Nah. When, Char- when Caroline and I see you, you can answer that. For that okay. one. Well, Friday, I'll ask her. Oh, you shouldn't even say nothing, man. No. You just, like, here's the door. You just flung I it up. about six mimosas in. Oh, my I'll God. I'll bring it up. Oh, you won't bring it up sober? I'll bring it up sober. I don't care. Caroline will whoop you, dude. Just whoop you. Anyway, VRL race from Richmond, guys. Gosh, I hate it. I shouldn't even bring up my personal life here sometimes, but... You're going to learn one day. (laughs) I'm going to learn eventually. VRL race from Richmond, guys. Crazy race there, just based on what I saw. I listened to you guys' Discord and watched it on YouTube there with AAA Broadcasting. Thoughts on it? Because it was a bit more chaotic than Texas, obviously. Yep. Uh, Charlie Herkus for second race this year got DQ'd for not a freaking thing that he done. Wrong. Just running his thing. Doing his thing, minding his business. Seventy-four die bombed it off in there once. Some freaking from wherever he is in the freaking country. Sorry for the R word, but I'm I'm pretty sure that we got a new editor. Yeah, he he can substitute that word in there. I'm gonna make his job a little bit challenging this week. Uh, he can substitute that word for something else. Just move he on, just Charlie. Darn it off in there. And decided he was going to boot me. I uh, hit the inside wall with the nose of the truck, saved it somehow or another. I rode around for like 20 laps with one incident point left to go before I was DQ'd and got caught up in once again somebody else's crap and wound up with like 28 of 25 uh, 
incident points. So needless to say, I waited for the uh, race report to come out. And of course, the 74 wasn't even on there. I guess because I saved the truck. I guess next time, anytime somebody boots me, I'm just going to spin it out and make sure I collect half, if not three quarters of the field with me. So that way, whoever dumps me gets points deducted, especially for that ignorant piece of crap. Yeah, better choice of words. I, I thought about it for a second. Um, Learning moment. <laughs> yep. Charlie will Learning be moment for Charlie sure. We've be, had a few uh, of those tonight in the Herkus family. Charlie will be intending sensitivity training after this Absolutely show. Absolutely not. Uh, I, I sent a very, very long message to the VRL committee, race committee, again. Keyword. Again. Again. <laughs> yep. I didn't really like my response I got again. So, needless to say, there are no incidents in CODA, and I'm not really racing for points. So, retaliation? Uh, possibly. 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 Oh, boy. So, if I can get to 74's bumper, possibly send it in for a ride in the gravel pit. I mean, it's a, it's a road course. All you got to say is, you know, I downshifted or uh, chattered the rear tire. I, Oops. I just, just make sure you don't stream it. And they don't listen to this week's episode. Yeah. Oh, I'll be sure I say, I'm dumping him. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yep. So that's pretty much how that went. Austin, how'd your race go? I think you had a pretty good one, didn't you? Up until there a, at the end. Yeah. I had a pretty decent run. Um, lap one, turn four, had a caution. They stacked the field. I went down pit road, which put me to the rear. Didn't drive up through the field, but I was making the moves I had to make to go through the field. Um, didn't really burn the tires up. That's that's the biggest thing I struggle with with this virtual stuff because um, me and Charlie run 25 laps at a track, not 200 laps. Um, so saving the tires is not really our bread and butter, but slowly learning. Um, stayed in the top 15 most of the race. I saved a set with 50 to go, came down and took them. And then, oh. They had to caught out by Carl, too. Who's Carl? Carl's the right there. Oh, Carl, that's, that's, Carl runs uh, – Carl runs the Cup Light Series at the track. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, oh, took, man. took my last set. Was just making the moves I had to make. Um, had a decent truck. I could run the top, the bottom, really anywhere. Then again, five to go. Fixed a crack, uh, crack off a top five. And old dude drove it in three car lengths too deep. Washed up the track. Took me and his teammate out. Uh, needless to say, Charlie heard me i wasn't very happy because second race i've had a decent truck fixing the bust off the top five and uh, if you finish top five in this class you're really doing something because a lot of these trucks are fast good drivers and it yeah which freaks me off and it's not so much good drivers it's a lot of these guys have a very very high i rating and i hate to tell you in a league i rating shouldn't mean crap but it does and anybody says that it doesn't are full of crap yeah, it's true. If you have a good eye rating, you're running consistently, you're finishing in the top five, you're doing well, you're doing exactly what you need to do. You, needless to say, you're spending a lot more time on there than maybe spending time with your family. Yeah, you you sit in a basement at your mom's house. I mean, ever since <laughs> ever since Caroline and I, we had the baby, eye racing has gone way down on the priority list. And I would, I would play it. I know when I was home alone – when she was out of work, when I was on my 48 off, I would just play it for a few hours. Yeah, it, I mean, those days are gone. Long gone. Get ready. 
Austin. Those days will be gone for you as well here shortly. But, oh, well, it is what it is, guys. VRL race this week from CODA. Make sure to subscribe to AAA Broadcasting on YouTube for the latest on that one. Again, I will not be participating in that. And follow RAR or Rambling About Racing Motorsports at Rambling About Racing underscore Rambling, R-A-R underscore Motorsports on Twitter for the latest updates on that one. Thank you, Charlie. Heading into Las Vegas this past weekend, we've got three different winners here. Ty Majeski winning it in the truck series from Homestead. From Homestead, I'm sorry. Ty Majeski winning it in Homestead in the truck series. Noah Gregson in the Xfinity series and Kyle Larson in the Cup series. Definitely not the racing I was looking forward to, and I should have asked this on Heyman here because a lot of negative comments, especially following the cup race and the dominance that Kyle Larson had. Let me ask you guys this and ask everybody out there watching or listening. Does a dominant race equal a boring race? Uh, Not really because you – I mean, sometimes, yes, when you lap all the way up like 10th place maybe. Um, but they're still racing throughout the field. I didn't, I didn't think none of the races were boring. Um, it does suck because Larson and Gregson had like a five to 10 second lead, whichever one it was. Yeah, they, they, were, they were, I mean, I don't know if it was just that good of a car or clean air made the difference, but they definitely put on a clinic this weekend. But that, that track also suits both of their driving styles. I mean, that's not the first time that neither one of them has been out. I mean, that's been Gregson's least race to lose uh, multiple times down there, and he's lost it every time until this weekend. Larson has been good at that track and had a car to absolutely win with this weekend. He got it done, and he got it done in a dominant fashion. It is what it is, sure. Did, did it make for some maybe boring moments? Maybe. Like Austin said, there was still racing throughout the field. Uh, especially when it comes to some of the other playoff drivers try, trying to make positions, trying to get some stage points and stuff like that. Uh, you know, for instance, right now, Byron's in, Hamlin's out. We'll see what happens going into Martinsville, especially since Byron won that race in the spring and Hamlin finished horrible. So, And, and this is going to be interesting to see. We'll get more into that on our Martinsville preview. I mean, a dominating race isn't necessarily a boring race, like you guys said. There was a lot of driving in the back. A.J. Allmendinger and Ross Chastain had a great battle going up there. Even when race when racing each other were, was catching Kyle Larson there, but then their tires fell off faster than Larson. Larson was just hitting his marks. Larson did great all day, did a really good job, deserved that win. So did Gregson, so did Ty Majeski. I don't know. It's just something about... I think it was racing during the day that I mean I'd rather watch Homestead at night vice during the day. I think I'm more used to watching that particular setup. Not that it was a bad race, but it was just kind of like you know it wasn't the best, it wasn't the worst I've seen all year. Maybe a maybe a Homestead that goes from day to night. Maybe, maybe that. Maybe they should have delayed it to maybe like a five o'clock start time. I don't know, but maybe the, maybe they'll change that next year. We'll have to wait and see on that one. And then, of course, Max Verstappen winning at Coda. No surprise there. Red Bull securing up their first championship, a Constructors' Championship in a long time. I expect nothing more than the same 
throughout the rest of the year from and he set a record as far as wins in the season he tied the race tied. race record for and he still got a few races to yeah, actually I, beat it and the number of races was 13 he tied mm-hmm. that and now he's going after race win 14 i believe it is obviously no doubt he'll probably get that surpassing michael schumacher and lewis hamilton by far the two two of the greatest drivers formula one has ever seen in in its history in a 75 year plus history of that sport congrats he earned it but it's just boring to watch now yep going into martinsville this weekend we got the xfinity and cup series racing at martinsville big race for them big playoff implications the round of eight ends at Barnesville this weekend for the Xfinity and Cup Series. We're going to talk about the Cup Series more so because we got Joey Logano already punching his ticket to Phoenix to race for a championship after his win in Las Vegas. Ross Chastain second, Chase Elliott third, William Byron fourth, plus five over Denny Hamlin, who is five off that fourth place spot. Ryan Blaney minus 18, and Christopher Bell, Chase Briscoe in a must-win situation going in to Martinsville with Christopher Bell having a negative 33 points behind the cut line and Chase Briscoe 44 points behind the cut line. What do you? I, I expect to see a different race in the springtime because it's going to be a little warmer. I think everybody's figuring out the track now. But now the drivers, especially a Chase Briscoe and a Christopher Bell, in it to win it, they have to win or they have to have something crazy happen to Ross Chastain, highly unlikely, Chase Elliott, uh, Chase Elliott, could, it could happen. It could happen to where Ross Chastain, William Byron, and Chase Elliott all have issues, but still that leaves three spots left for seven people. I don't think Byron and Elliott have issues, but being that Hamlin's on the outside looking in, and Austin knows where I'm going from this with this, obviously, and he has his little list. Chastain is... You know, he finished fifth in there in the spring, fourth or fifth in there in the spring. I could see him, this track being the, the track, just like in past years, this is the track where he uses the nose if he gets to him, moves him up, possibly bends a control arm, something like that. The new rule is if the control arm's bent, you can't sit on pit road and try to repair it in 10 minutes. You have to go to the garage and you're done which inevitably possibly moves Ross Chastain out of the playoffs. Well, here, here's the crazy thing here. I'm pulling up the spring results here. William Byron won the spring race. Mm-hmm. Chastain finished fifth. Blaney finished fourth. Briscoe finished ninth. Elliott, tenth. And I'm still going down trying to find Christopher Bell, 20th. Denny 26th Ham- or 27th? Denny, uh, Christopher Bell, 20th. Denny Hamlin, 28th. That's what I'm thinking. I, I, I just don't see. I, I, I see Hamlin advancing because I think he will overcome these adversities. Now, it's going to be tough because I think Chastain advances, and I think Byron's out. I would be surprised if Elliott's out, even though all the crap I talked about him earlier in the show, I'll be surprised to see Chase Elliott out. But I, I think Hamlin bumps out Byron. Of course, we could see a Christopher Bell win. You can see a Chase Briscoe win. Anything could happen here. I think it's going to be a more interesting race than the spring race was at Morinsville. I just I don't, I don't think Briscoe and Bell are worried about the first two stages. 
as far as getting stage points. I think they're going to set. They're playing. They're going to have a strategy for stage three and stage three only to be there at the end. I agree. Um, I don't. I don't know if we're putting money on Chastain to take Hamlin out first or Hamlin to take Chastain out first. Um, I, I think it's going to be about it. Chastain is in a spot now where he's in as long as he plays it safe. Hamlin, however, is in a position where if he's not in, I think it makes sure Chastain doesn't make it in as well. And if I'm Chastain and I know I'm sitting second, or well, he's he's sitting second in the point right now, isn't correct? That? Correct. Playoff. And I see that 11 in my rearview mirror. I'm giving him room. I'm washing up the track. I'm going to let him go by. You have to. Yep. Because if you don't, you're going to go into the wall backwards. If, if Denny Hamlin is not in the final four here at Phoenix and Chase or Ross Chastain is, Ross Chastain doesn't win that championship if Chase Elliott could help it. Chase Elliott or Denny Hamlin can help it. Sorry. If Denny Hamlin is not in the final four, and Chase and Ross Chastain is Hamlin does not let Chastain win that championship. However, if Ch- Hamlin is in the final four with Ross Chastain, anything could happen. That's it my, could, but that's I, my I, I don't think they would be too worried about taking each other out because if if I were to take you out, then we're both done. Vice versa, me only being done, you only being done. Um, now, if it's coming down to two to go, one to go, and you're in front or there one two, then it'll it'll get dicey for sure. It will. Because I think I think long... Chastain's in the spot, and they've brought um, Lord Trackhouse from a long way. So I think Chastain will do whatever he has to do to get a championship. Yeah, I, I we got like just a, under 800 laps of racing left in the 2022 season. Anything can happen. A lot can happen. A lot's going to happen in Martinsville. That's what I see there in the Cup Series. As far as the Xfinity Series go, a little tighter right there because you got Noah Gregson and Josh Berry both advancing to the Final Four there. Ty Gibbs and A.J. Allmendinger right there. Ty Gibbs with a 30-point advantage over the cut line, and A.J. Allmendinger with a plus 5, with Justin Allgaier, minus 5, Austin Hill, minus 7, Sam Mayer, minus 28, and Brandon Jones, minus 38. Brandon Jones, Sam Mayer must win, but we've seen Sam Mayer up there in the spring race at Martinsville. Don't count him out. But Austin Hill, my my biggest surprise is A.J. Allmendinger, I'm not really worried about him, but Justin Allgaier might bounce him. But then we might also get a winner. You never know. I don't. I think Ty Gibbs is pretty safe unless he goes out in the first turn in the first lap. Then he has really nothing to worry about. Yeah, I think he had to get taken out pretty early on in the race um, to be worried about not advancing to the final four. It should be interesting to see both races here this week and go ahead, going to go ahead and give you to them and then go ahead and give you our race picks here for the Martinsville race for the Xfinity Cup Series. Saturday, October 29th at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on NBC is the, Cup ra- is the Xfinity race for Martinsville. The Cup race for Martinsville will be at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on NBC. October 30th, right before Halloween, as well on as on October 30th, from the for the Mexican Grand Prix, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on ESPN. That's going to collide a little with the Cup Series race, just overlapping just a little bit, but should still be a fun race to watch. Gentlemen, race winners for the Xfinity Cup and Formula One race there. We're going to start off with Austin. Xfinity, I'm going to go with Sam Mayer. He wins his way in. Hey, that's why you picked three or four drivers. That's true, Charlie. 
Sam Mavericks Phoenix. He wins himself into the Final Four at Phoenix. Cup, I'm going to say Blaney wins his way in, wins it in, and then we got F1. And at Formula One. I'm going to go with Verstappen's teammate. Okay. Oh, Sergio Perez. You almost got me there. I was like, yeah. oh, I almost was about <laughs> to say low-hanging fruit, but you got me there. Oh, yeah. I'm tired of getting picked on for picking the winner. I mean, you say at the beginning, you say winners for the race. I am picking the winner for the race. You are. Low and, hang- then I pick the, and then I pick the winner. Oh, low-hanging fruit. Yeah, lo- yeah, okay, okay. Anyway, go on, Charlie. Gosh, dog, please just get this pre- get get this off of me. Go, go, Charlie. You go first. Xfinity Allgaier Cup race Bell Formula One Hamilton. Okay. <laughs> Killed by F one pick. <laughs> All right, Cup Byron. He repeats at Martinsville. Xfinity Barry Junior Motorsports loaded weekend. It is. So, F1. Carl is saying here, it will be a wreck fest this weekend for the Cup Series, for the Cup race. So, if you'll need a, you need to avoid the wrecks, you will see some payback yep. at this race. Keep someone from going to the Final Four. I I'll think, agree. I, I think so as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, F1. Formula, Formula yep. Yeah, I, I, I'll go with the low-hanging fruit. He gets his 14th for Stafford. First stapping it is there, Charlie. So Red Bull one two for Charlie and Austin right league. there. And I for for the first time in a while, I think I really meant it when I said Lewis Hamilton, defending race champion. We'll have to wait and see on that one. I'm not holding my breath though. I think first stapping gets it. I think Red Bull gets it done there. But gentlemen, anything else before we get into our final thoughts here? All right, let's get into our final thoughts. Before we wrap up today's episode, I wanted to remind everyone out there about our partnership with Fanatics. Fanatics is a proud sponsor of Burns Radio, which we here at Ramblin' About Racing are a proud affiliate with. Fanatics, you can find all your latest and greatest NASCAR gears to get you ready for this coming up season, such as t-shirts, hoodies, hats, diecast, and so much more. But you don't only have to stop in there and buy NASCAR gear. I get all my latest and greatest Washington Capitals gear from there. Yeah, not only do you get hockey gear and stuff like that, I go in there, that's where I get all my Alabama Crimson Tide gear. Yeah, that's right. Roll Tide, man. It's a one-stop shop for all your sports gear needs, no matter what sports you're interested in. All purchases help out. Burns Radio bring you latest and greatest content and keep us on the air to bring you guys that content through the radio. If you head over to ramblingaboutracing.com under our Partners tab, there you will find the link to Fanatics. Take you right there. Go do your shopping there for this upcoming racing season or for whatever sports you want. Go check them out. White flag, white flag. White flag, white flag. White flag, one lap to go, one lap right here. Final thoughts here on this week's episode of Rambling About Racing. If you stayed along this long through the everything that was thrown at us, uh, making fun of, and everybody saying whatever. If you made it to this point, I appreciate it. Thank you. Leave, make sure to leave us a rating on your podcast platform and subscribe to us on all major podcast or on all major 
social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, all that good stuff, guys. And, and, and there you go. Busting my chops again. Run the show one time, and you'll see what I go through. I'm just saying. What busting your chops? I'm saying, I, I heard the snickering. I heard the snickering. I didn't appreciate that. Boy, get your feelings hurt so easily. Oh, my goodness, Charlie. You're I not do... having a stroke, are you? Yeah. No. You would know if I'm having a stroke. Okay. Just, I, I'm just checking on you. Anyway. Anyway, final thoughts here on this week's episode of Rambling About Racing. Thanks for everybody tuning in to us. If you're, especially if you're here live watching us right now, really do appreciate it. going to repeat myself here because now I might be having a stroke. I might. You never know. Thank you. Uh, uh, Charlie. Chase Caroline to go check on you. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm 100% fine. Okay. I'm just doing my thing here. All right, Charlie, fantasy standings in this week in NASCAR. You want to go first with the fantasy standings from Homestead or for rambling about racing 2.0? No, I'll go first. Okay, Charlie. <clears throat> All right. Uh, sitting seventh is still Matt, 5103. I did set my lineup, but then Tyler Reddick, Tyler Reddick wrecked, John Hunter Amy check spun. Everything was just crashing for me. Uh, sixth, SMR R&D, 5698. Fifth is S Blades, 5770. Fourth, SMR Operations, 5776. Third is Matt Camper, 5846. Second, Super Sumo, 32, 5873. I'm still sitting first. And I feel like with two races to go, I extended my lead after this past weekend. Uh, second was 5873. I extended my lead to a 6114. Well, I think mathematically you've got it. I feel pretty confident at this point. I feel like I've, I feel, could... I've had to lead since week one, and somehow <laughs> or another have held it the whole season. This guy, yeah, we true. haven't finished the season out yet. We're still yeah, two more races. Not, uh, it's true. Don't, I, don't I, I, celebrate I, yet, because I, you know, I've been around you a couple of years. Don't don't <laughs> celebrate till the fat lady sings. So. I, I, I really do think yeah. though, Charlie has it this year. I think he's mathematically got it. I'm about to call the engraving company. Go 2022 champion. Rambling about race and fantasy, Charlie Herkus. I'm about to. You do, you, you do realize we mathematically had the 2022 Spotlight Cup Light Race won, then we didn't win. Yeah. Just just, just let that sink in and, and twirl in your mind. Just I, a I tell bit. you mathematically what. Mathematically speaking, we had that race won. I tell you and what. We didn't I will, win. I will wait until the checker flag, flag falls at. Oh, watch your language. I, I, didn't, I didn't say it. I say it. I didn't say it. I didn't say it. I didn't say it. <laughs> I said flag. I'm texting Caroline. No, shut up. <laughs> You're just pissing me off, man. Oh. <laughs> I'm just waiting until the final race and the oh, final lap boy. there at Phoenix in order to call the engraving company. How about that? Wait, that wait till, wait till tech clears. I'll wait till wait tech till, clears. Yeah, yeah okay. wait till tech clears. That, that's, that's more of a fair statement there, Austin. This week in NASCAR, October 28th, 1962, Rex White drives his Chevrolet into the lead three laps from the finish and nips Joe Weatherly in a frantic duel to win the Dixie 400 at Atlanta. The win is White's first on a super speedway. Weatherly wraps up his first NASCAR Grand National Championship in the season finale, and that happened October 28, 1962, and gentlemen, that will wrap up today's episode or this week's episode of Rambling About Racing, unless you guys have anything else you want to talk about on this final thoughts. No, I'm good. Okay. Thanks, Charlie, for that text. I appreciate it. What text? I'm not even going to say it because I can't. 
It's horrible. I mean, you, you can. It. You can. Technically, you can you say it. it. I can say it. I'm not going to say it. Yeah, I mean, you already said it once. No, I didn't. <laughs> Every time I see one fly now, I'm just going to think about it. Okay. Austin, didn't he already say it once? No, I didn't say anything. No, I didn't. I didn't say anything. It was, No. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anything else before we wrap up this week's episode, guys? Thanks for tuning up. If you showed up and joined us live or joined us on your regular podcast platform, really do appreciate it. Gentlemen, anything else before we wrap up this week's episode? Mm-mm. Charlie? Mm-mm. Oh. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, with that being said, we're going to go ahead and wrap up this week's episode of Ramble and Mount Racing. Thank you so much for tuning in, whether you're on your regular podcast platform, Burns Radio, or you joined us on Facebook, Twitter, or YouTube Live. Really do appreciate you joining up. Make sure to go ahead head over to ramblingaboutracing.com for links to all of our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube for the latest and greatest from the world of auto racing and just to see what's going on in our lives as well. Special thanks to our partners here, Fanatics, Stand Up to Cancer, Extreme Sim Racing for all they do, not only for us here at Rambling About Racing, for what they do for Burns Radio as well. For Charlie Herc is Chuck8384, Austin Reeves, Austin underscore Reeves 6. I'm Matt Beamer, nbeamer22, all of that on Twitter. Stay safe and have a good rest of the week. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.